guys and welcome to the Bodybuilding Dietitians podcast. Thank you for joining your hosts, Tierra and Jack, what is now episode number 46 of our Road to 2021 series. So before we get into today's episode, we wanted to remind you that if you do enjoy this podcast, please remember to repost it onto your social media stories and tag myself, tag Tierra and tag TBD, of course. But without further ado, let's get stuck into this. Tierra, how's your past week been? Oh man, if I could sum up the past week, I think I would just say I spoke too soon. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think coming off our last Road to 2021 episode, obviously I was coming off the back end of a diet break. Mm. And being back at maintenance calories for seven days, I was like, I feel amazing, right? I almost feel recovered. Now, I I actually, (laughs) I didn't quite think before this episode how upbeat you were last episode (laughs) i completely forgot if you guys can tell we might even be speaking a little bit more quiet today just because not me (laughs) well potentially both of us i noticed that in that intro i was like oh man jack's not as loud as he usually is (laughs) you know low energy availability it definitely does play in with the projection of your voice Mm, of course yeah but if i could sum up this past week i would really just say I spoke too soon because obviously coming off the back end of that diet break, I was feeling really good. I was feeling very energetic, but by no means am I recovered. Bringing your calories back up to maintenance for seven days, yeah, it acutely makes you feel a little bit better, but you know it's not going to reverse six months of dieting or 10 mm. kilograms of weight loss. You have to enter into a proper recovery phase for that. So. That was pretty short-lived, and I'm not going to lie, this past week has probably by far been one of the toughest weeks of my life. Like, my mental health just suffered. I think I had a string of days there where I can't remember the last time my mental health was that bad, and it was really rough. I just was experiencing awful anxiety. My heart was just, it felt like it was gonna pound out of my chest. I felt so sad, just almost depressed. I remember some mornings walking to the gym and I just had that lump in the back of my throat. You know, when you're really sad and you're about to burst out in tears, you just have this lump in the back of your throat. I don't even know what it is, but you feel it coming on. And honestly, maybe it would have made me feel better if I would have just burst out in (laughs) tears, but somehow I held it back, man. It's almost like holding back a sneeze. It was really tough, but... It was awful and yeah, just really bad anxiety, just really sad during my training sessions. And this was like from Monday until Thursday. I just felt awful. I didn't feel like myself and those training sessions were really tough. I I pushed through them, but my mind was racing at a thousand miles an hour. Every single rep was just a total mental battle. They took forever. I think like to get through two exercises, it took me over an hour. Mm. Like my chin-ups and, and Bulgarians. Think, why do you think you felt like this? I think it's just a side effect of dieting for a really long time. And do you I, think it could be the contrast between diet break straight to lower macros or uh potentially i don't want to say that diet breaks cause you to feel like this by any means i honestly think it's just a side effect of dieting for a really long time and being a low body fat and 
basically just deprived of energy and it really does start to play in with your hormonal fluctuations mm, makes mm-hmm. sense yeah plus tied in with the weather the weather sucks doinks this past week i literally feel vitamin d deficient mm. usually here in brisbane or in australia when it rains it just rains and gets it over with and it's sunny the next day but i honestly feel like i'm living in north america right now because it's just been raining and raining and raining and just drizzling on oh my goodness so and yeah you're i'm not quite as susceptible to the weather as you but Mm -hmm. you're definitely someone who is seasonal mood disorder if like if you lived in the uk or canada still (laughs) i think you would have seasonal mood disorder yes i agree and that's exactly why i live here in beautiful (laughs) usual sunny australia i love the sunshine it's a it's a real vibe Mm -hmm. but essentially yeah this past week it was really rough and it's a bit of a controversial topic because if one of my clients messaged me and they're like tiara i'm in the gym but i'm feeling really anxious really stressed i feel like i'm gonna burst out in tears like this session's really freaking tough what should I do? I would tell them, get the hell out of the gym and go home and relax. But when it comes to me, I'm just going to push through that session. And it was really mentally tough. And, you know, I guess it is up for debate. Should you do that to yourself or should you not? But I did push through it because I'm like, man, if I go home, I sure I have heart palpitations right now. What am I just going to lay on the floor at home while it's Mm. raining outside and have heart palpitations? And maybe it's just going to make me feel even more anxious because I'm three weeks out from a show and I should have finished my session. Yeah. I think if you can push through, then you'll almost always feel better afterwards. Mm -hmm. Like there's that feeling of satisfaction, endorphins. And as you said, like, you you had a, a mug full of caffeine and mm-hmm. there would have been that element, especially being in comp prep of, oh man, should I really have gone home? Like, what about my energy expenditure? Do I need to now reduce my exactly. macros? Or Yeah, would that have just added to the anxiety? Yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing. So I pushed through those training sessions and boy, did I feel hypoglycemic as well. Just obviously consuming less calories. Uh, it was just awful, but push through and then I'd come home, I'd eat my post-workout meal and I fell into this really weird, I almost want to call it a bad habit for me. I got into this habit of I would eat my post-workout meal and then I would run myself a bubble bath, get in the bath and then I would fall asleep for an hour. I would literally take a nap in the middle of the day and then afterwards I'd get out of the bath, pretty much rinse off, put on back in some clothes, put on a brave face, and then do all my client checking calls in the afternoon. And I literally did that four days in a row. And it got to the end of the fourth day and I'm like, Tara, you can't live like this. You can't do this to yourself. This is not you. You can't be this sort of person. So how do you make it better, right? Like, how do you stop yourself from feeling like that? You and I were going through a whole bunch of strategies and we're like, like, is this just what it's like to be three weeks out from a competition in this lean? Like. Am I just supposed to be running baths every single day and feeling like anxious and hypo all day and just really depressed? Yeah, you got to think about the the luxury that you have to be able to do that as well compared to others. Oh, absolutely. I know, but still, it doesn't dismiss the fact that... No, yeah, you're still feeling like crap. I felt absolutely awful. But yeah, so that was the string of four days from Monday until Thursday. Absolutely just not Tierra mm. Nelson whatsoever. And on Wednesday, you we, did, we both did something a bit different. Yeah, well, I had my check-in with Joey on Wednesday, which was awesome, which really good. Obviously, 
good results there. So skin folds are still dropping. Um, my sum of nine is like at 41 mils and almost breaking into those thirties to be truly fitness ICN lean. And man, I'm definitely going to get there obviously, cause I'm still three weeks out from the first show and we are seven weeks out from the last show. So clearly I'm still pushing for conditioning and my body weight's definitely dropped this week. Oh, I'd be worried if it didn't drop based on how I've been feeling. Right. Mm. But coming off the back end of my diet break, where I ended at 59.1 kilograms, came down to 58.5 kilograms. And Joey's estimates still have around, uh, from this weight, around 1 to 1.5 kilograms left to go until I'm really freaking lacking the body fat. Yeah. <laughs> really lean, right? So that was an awesome check-in with Joey, and I'll still be having another check-in with him one week out from the first show, so we can see how I'm going into that peak week. But essentially, coming off the back end of this week, I'm just like, how can I possibly make myself feel better? One of the worst things it was just the hypoglycemia. It was really bad. Obviously, well, the hypoglycemia tied in with, I think that's what was making me mm. feel really anxious too. Just like having All really- that cortisol release. Yeah, low blood sugar levels and obviously feeling really sad. So I was like, how can I fix this hypoglycemia? And I'm thinking- Originally, my plan was for nutrition was to be doing five low days during the week and two high days. But rather than doing those high days consecutively, I was splitting them up. So three low, one high, three low, one high. And originally my low days were at 175 grams of carbs, 30 grams of fat, 160 protein. And then on those two high days, just bringing them up to 325 grams of carbs. Across the week, that had me at around 12,600 calories mm -hmm. across an entire seven days. But there's a few caveats to that because the thing is, we train in the morning now. So I have a big high carbohydrate breakfast and then we go train. But then the rest of the day, like I can still obviously expend energy just mm. going for walks, putting energy obviously into my life and stuff but I feel really freaking good on those high days, but I feel like in the afternoons, I used to train in the afternoons, so I felt like more glycogen was able to be stored and I'd be able to put even more energy toward that training session. But now I'm just experiencing like these days where I feel freaking awesome, but I don't have that much to do in the afternoon other than my normal work and also going for a walk in the afternoon. And then I feel absolutely freaking atrocious on these low carbohydrate days. Mm. So I'm like, man, if total weekly energy balance is really what matters most here, and I'm definitely going to do a plug for Revive Stronger's most recent podcast with Jackson Pios now that his diet break research has come out. I'm like, why am I feeling like absolute crap on five days of the week and just really, really good on two days of the week? So I've actually decided to manipulate my nutrition a little bit so that basically on my five training days, what I've now done to stop me from going hypoglycemic is I've made my breakfast slightly larger. It's only around an extra 30 to 40 grams of carbohydrates and an extra five grams of fat. Because originally for breakfast, I was having like 75 to 80 grams of carbs and only like nine grams of fat. And with me, I know that having a meal like that combined with caffeine and then going out and considering how insulin sensitive I am as well, 
I was just going hypo, like low blood sugar. And I'm not consuming Fruit Loops for breakfast. I'm consuming very fibrous carbohydrates, but it wasn't helping. But I know that when I have slightly more fat in a meal and slightly more carbs as well, I don't experience that hypoglycemia. Mm. So what I've decided to do, I almost want to say take one for the team, but I'm just like my own team over here. (laughs) We're a team. Yeah, you and I are a team. But what I've essentially decided to do is just spread out my calories more strategically throughout the week. So now that we're training in the morning, what I'm going to do is I'm going to allocate an extra 30 to 40 grams of carbohydrates to my breakfast pre-training and an extra five grams of fat. Mm. And then the rest of my day is still just my normal low meals, which I'm fine with. I'm fine with being at home a little bit hungry, but I can totally put up with that. But it's really tough putting up with hypoglycemia on low energy days when you're doing a morning training session. That's mm. rough. And again, if we're in the gym for two to three hours during the morning, I just don't want to compromise my exercise performance. Shouldn't be taking me over an hour to do chin-ups and Bulgarians. Yeah. Hey guys, just a reminder that we post regular content on our Instagram and YouTube channel. You can find those platforms by searching the bodybuilding dietitians. See you there. Yeah, I think your experience with this and my experience as well, because I've got a fair bit to say, mm. is uh, is really, really interesting because I'm not on necessarily on the fence. I still like refeed days and I like high days and I think diet breaks have their place as well. Mm. More so from purely from a psychological perspective. And maybe you might get some boost in performance with the refeeds and diet breaks with training because it reduces the perception of effort slightly. But I think for myself what i've kind of been thinking about is maybe the high days like for example three high days per week for me maybe that's more appropriate in the first half of the prep when on the low days you don't have to go stupid low yeah Uh, like for me 200 carb per day is stupid low Mm -hmm. and that's what i'm doing right now on my like okay I'll, i'll talk about it more in in a second but maybe potentially in the future we distribute carbohydrates more evenly throughout the week and forego the high days and like that's something that i would be really interested in trying out in my in my subsequent prep yeah and that's what i love about this so much is that as you and i both continue to learn more and develop and continue along our journeys as both athletes and coaches we're always keeping our mind open we're Mm. never married to one certain method and we're always like man, this could work too. Like, yeah, yeah, this works, but this could work too. Or both work, but it depends on the context. It depends on the individual. Mm. Where where are you at in a prep or a diet or whatever phase you're in? And that is coaching. Yeah, 100%. And I guess we're using ourselves as guinea pigs. And... Like regardless, at the end of the day, you're going to have to suck it up and do it no matter what. Yeah. But you can't run from the tough stuff. Like yeah. ultimately, this is going to suck no matter what. But we are committed and we're into it. But we're trying to make it suck a little mm. bit less. <laughs> I think the way I see it is, is if I can make the training as best as I can and make me feel the best at that time of the day physically and mentally, I guess, as well. Like, as long as I feel motivated mentally, then that's really good. Mm-hmm. Because cognitively, I, I'm perfect throughout the day. Like, that hasn't changed. Like, I can sit at my desk and work really... To be honest, I'm more productive now than I am in the in the off-season. Because I feel like that element of hunger gives you mental clarity. I'm mm-hmm. not sure about yourself. But I just feel really dialed in and focused. But, yeah, basically, the summary of me for this week... I'll let you finish off. But, like... 
it's been more centered around the training side of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So what I've pretty much decided to do with nutrition is rather than having those five low days and two high days, I've just decided to allocate a few more calories to my training days and just keep my low days as is. So pretty much just having a big breakfast. So I'm adding 30 to 40 grams of carbohydrates to breakfast an extra five grams of fat, but across the entire day, aiming for 215 grams of carbs, 35 grams of fat and 160 grams of protein. That's on five days of the week. But then on my lower days, I'm just keeping that at 175 grams of carbs, 30 grams of fat, 160 protein. Mm -hmm. Now that might sound like, what the hell? You are three weeks out from a comp and you're increasing your calories. (laughs) But no, I'm not. Because when you actually do the math across the entire week, because I've taken out those really high days, those two days at 325 grams of carbs and just distributed those quite evenly with a few more grams of carbohydrates on all my training days, across the week it actually ends out being even less calories. So now when I was originally doing the five low too high, it was closer to 12,600 calories across the whole week, but now it's around 12,300 calories across the entire week. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I can function as a freaking human and I'm not going to burst out in tears during my training sessions and I can train a hell of a lot harder too. And yeah, I just mentally feel better. Ultimately, even breaking it down objectively, like the goal at this stage is to maintain performance and muscle mass. Yeah. And if doing that allows you to train harder and still lose weight, like Mm -hmm. that's, that's what you need to do. And that's the thing as well. Like my weight actually started to drop once I started to implement this. My Mm -hmm. weight was at the beginning of last week was kind of stagnant around 58.9, 58.7. Once I started to implement this, that's when it dropped down to 58.5. So obviously that could have just compounded from being in an energy deficit in general, but you're absolutely right. And I'm really approaching that point in my prep because I've now, I'm entering into my 26th week of dieting now. It's been crazy. Yeah. Six months. I'm entering that phase where I'm really going to be walking on a tightrope. If I don't play things strategically, if I continue to lose weight and be really aggressive, but potentially not train very hard, I'm definitely at a greater risk of losing muscle mass. And Mm. that's what happened at the end of my last prep. And I just started to fade away and I want to stop that from happening by all means. So I will do anything I possibly can. So what's your current weight now and what, how do you see it changing? So essentially my weight now is 58.5 again from a week ago at the end of the diet break, that's down by 600 grams in a week, which is awesome. And yeah, Joey's estimating that my, true stage weight at the end of this prep is going to be anywhere between 57 to 57.5 kilograms, obviously depending on how I'm looking. So well on track to achieve that by in three weeks from now. And then really hoping that by that time, that's when I can talk to Joey and we can actually start reverse dieting. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, So very, very close. But again, I'm, I am goddamn determined to, this is the time when you start counting those sessions on one hand, (laughs) literally we're 20 days out right now. Well, you're 19 days out from the sunshine coast show. I'm 20 days out because I'm competing the day after you. Yeah, man. Essentially guys, that was my week. It like the first half was hell, but then it got better. Mm. Yeah. I'm very glad it did. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah, pretty much moving into this next week. I'm excited to just keep rolling with this. And obviously weight should keep dropping. Training performance should stay there. 
I should feel much better and mental health matters a hell of a lot to me and I I really never want to feel like that again it, it was awful so yeah don't, don't let me get into the bath and fall asleep for, <laughs> for days on end Jack like maybe I love one... how you you mentioned those things and then if I try it's yeah a different story. I know I'm like well too bad I'm already in the bath no I better but join you I guess yeah exactly you want to come in it's very warm maybe once a week but definitely not four days in a row yeah Oh man. Okay. Strategic. Use it strategically. Exactly. On yeah. a rest day Sunday. Yes, that's right. Yeah, it can be a real treat to look forward to. Mm. But yeah, guys, that was pretty much my week and pretty much my plans moving forward. But Jack, how was your past week? Cool. So I can confidently say that it was better than yours, which mm-hmm. is good. But in saying that, it probably was one of my tougher weeks of prep as well. More so in the training department, not. I actually had good sessions like I maintained everything or even progressed like the leg days I'm still progressing Mm -hmm. but they are really hard yeah (laughs) they are really hard to the point where I don't need to train that hard at this point I could just go and and take a maintenance and and but like just because that's how I am mentally I'm like I'm not losing any lower body tissue at this point and it's almost like a little challenge that I set myself Mm -hmm. and I guess that's what separates different competitors to an extent like it's overall it's not a bad thing touch wood I don't get injured but it's just been going and it gives me a little bit of anxiety to to think oh I've got legs tomorrow which I do and I've got to get two sets of eight on that hack squat I've got to get two sets of ten on that leg press I've got to get two sets of ten on RDL so I'm, next week this sorry tomorrow's session is going to be the hardest leg session of prep probably because I've got to get the top end of the rep range for everything because mm-hmm. that's what it, I've set myself. So what I've found personally, like actually approaching really tough sessions like that, don't look at it from a world view. Like, mm. cause sometimes when you're walking to the gym and you can almost get overwhelmed and anxious about, oh my God, I've got to do eight exercises and I've got to hit all of these numbers and it can be freaking daunting. But yeah. if you just take it one set at a time, right? If you're just like, all right, starting on hacks, first set, second set of hacks. Okay, what's next? Like just letting that be at the forefront of your mind. Do you yeah. find that ever helps rather than... It does. And especially because I've only got those three big tough exercises. Mm. And then after that, I can kind of just tell myself the session is done. Yeah. Like after that, I've got some lying leg curl, which I'm stronger now than I was <laughs> in, in the off season and some some other it literally feels like such a reward doesn't it you're just like man i did it now i get to really enjoy the rest of this Mm. session (laughs) and by that point the blood the uh the carbohydrates are actually filtering into my (laughs) bloodstream so took their sweet time (laughs) yeah i'm feeling a bit better by then anyway but yeah in in these are the low days so like today and tomorrow usually on a monday session i'm actually feeling really good because of the rest day the day before like today's session was good and Tomorrow's session is the hardest of the week. I shouldn't be telling myself that mentally. It's, it's actually going to be the easiest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the high day sessions, so the rest of the sessions of the week are very doable just because those are my high days where I'm eating 500 grams of carbs and I have a massive breakfast before that. And that kind of brings me onto my topic where at the moment my nutrition is three high days at 500 carbs, 225 protein, 50 fat, and... I have been playing around with the low days as well. So I was meant to commence four low days at 200 carb, 50 fat, and 250 protein. But what I'm actually going to do is take a leaf out of your book. That's one of Jack's favorite sayings. I love it. Take a leaf out of your book. (laughs) Where did you learn that from? 
I'm not sure. One of the books I read, maybe. Oh, I love it. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> but basically what I'll be doing is... Hey guys, just a reminder that we don't just coach physique athletes, but we do coach anyone with a health and fitness related goal. Therefore, if you are interested in getting in touch with us regarding our coaching services, you can always head over to our website at www.thebodybuildingdietitians.com or alternatively, click the link in the show notes below. The way I see the rest of this prep is outside of training, I'm cool. Like I can, I can do my steps, I can check in with my clients, I can work mm-hmm. and I can do that well. But at this point, I need to maximize training. So on my rest days, I'd rather be more aggressive. And we know that there's no risk of, it's one day, there's no risk of muscle loss. So mm-hmm. what I'm actually going to do is, and I did this yesterday on Sunday, is I just took 50 grams of carbs away from 200. So I was 150 on my rest day and just sucked it up and I got it done. Wasn't, mm-hmm. It wasn't even that bad. And that means I can add an extra 50 grams of carbs to today and tomorrow. And then another 150 mm-hmm. lower carbs to 150 on Wednesday, which is my other rest day. So that basically enables me to put all of those 50 grams of carbs into my breakfast. And one that psychologically helps me because I can sit down to like an actual decent bowl of oats. Yeah. And, and then I keep my meals the same for the rest of the day, which, mm-hmm. which enables me to stay satiated and, and finish up. So that was the first day of ad, having the bigger breakfast today on the low day, which really did help. Like I finished that breakfast, it's nice and warm, I was full. And as I said, it's mainly psychological. I, I just walked into that session, I'm like, I had a bigger breakfast, this session's gonna be easy. Yeah. And, and it's gonna be the case tomorrow as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really does make a difference, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, psychologically. And I know you and I are both those sort of people that we hold ourselves accountable. We're like, all right, I mean an extra 50 grams of carbs. I have an extra 200 calories in me. I wanna burn an extra 200 calories <laughs> during this leg session, bruh. Yeah, and yeah. I noticed that like in, I was just a bit more bouncy mm-hmm. and I, I even objectively, I, I racked up more steps during that session. Yeah, exactly. Because you're constantly reminded, you're like, okay, cool. I've got more food in me. Should I walk to the water fountain right yeah. next to me or the one on the other side of the gym? Oh, I'll walk to the one on the other side of the gym. Mm. Yeah. So these little things, they do add up. But again, like training and performance matters so much to yeah. you and I, and it made such a difference. Mm, it mm-hmm. does. And so that's kind of it from nutrition. I'll, I'll be very interested in how this goes the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. And got some other nutrition plans in place for next week because we do have our first photo shoot, but that's going to be something to discuss later. Yeah, how exciting. In 13 days, Team TBD is going to be on the beach with Nelson. <laughs> yeah, awesome. And for the rest of this week with training, training is going to basically remain the same. This is going to be my... Again, the hardest week of training and prep. Next week, I'll consider decreasing the intensity slightly and just going for maintenance for everything, mm-hmm. which, again, it, it'll be... There's positives and negatives to that. Like, it'll lower my stress. Uh, realistically, I'm not going to lose any muscle. No. Um, all that kind of stuff. Again, like they were saying in that podcast, to actually maintain your muscle mass, you only need to do around one-ninth mm. of your normal it, training volume. Space, yeah, but even then, even yeah. if you're in a deficit with the amount of protein that you're eating, the how hard you train, mm. yeah, it's your quads ain't going anywhere. <laughs> cool. But hopefully just the fat is going somewhere. <laughs> yeah, the last thing to touch on is just, I guess, the physique and 
body weight as well. So my body weight has been coming down at a, a really good rate. It's around like 0.4 to 0.5% of my body weight, which is excellent. And that's despite probably being a little bit skewed with the addition of konjac noodles. So mm-hmm. I'm around 78.4 as of this morning. So like if I can get close to average of of around 78 to 78.1 this week, that would be good. And I might just dip below 78 kilos on average. And what's interesting is that this morning, like, and I told you this, I was like, I'm usually very level-headed and realistic with my physique, but I was like, Tierra, like, this is something has just flicked overnight. Like I've reached that conditioning level, which is pretty next level. Mm -hmm. Like the skin is very loose and flabby which is kind of gross but that's yeah we are definitely at that stage in prep where our skin just looks weird and yeah. it feels weird mm. even around the glutes and that's when you know your glutes are lean yeah <laughs> man but when like when you take photos yeah and like you can it kind of looks the, the the graininess yeah and a little bit papery it's like mm. ooh. <laughs> but yeah that's that's very cool and reassuring that i've reached this point and now i it's almost like a little bit of weight has been mm-hmm. lifted and i can be like okay like now it's all fun and games. Now I can just get even leaner and I don't really have to worry about um, reaching a certain condition, which I wasn't really worried anyway. No, you are well on track. And again, you're still 19 days out from the first show and we still have mm. seven weeks to go until ICN Nationals down in New South Wales. Yeah. But you're definitely in that home stretch and things are very exciting. It's going to yeah. be like unwrapping a Christmas present every morning. You're like, mm. ooh, I didn't see that yesterday. <laughs> and I... Ideally, like you, I'd like to reverse because mm-hmm. I think that's a more optimal place to be for fullness yeah. and yeah, for to make it more sustainable. Well, you're definitely not going to be dieting this aggressively for the next almost two months. No, but that's, yeah, that's going to be, again, another story for, yeah, exactly. I've got, we've got plans in place for what I'll be doing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, that's pretty much it for me. Very happy with how the physique is looking. Very happy with the adjustments I've made to nutrition and just going to plow on, kill these sessions, and see how everything goes. And that's the thing. Even eating 150 grams of carbs for one day, like you said, you're like, wasn't that bad. Mm. But it it compounds. Yeah. You if know? I had to do that every day, I would be probably like the leg press would fall on me i think yeah it would be awful and that's what brandon kempter always says you could live in a comp prep competitor's shoes for one or two mm. days but do it six months straight yeah it's freaking rough yeah and i i think this episode has been quite insightful for everyone because mm. we were dietitians and we're coaches and we're still learning new things and experiencing new things and like imagine we learned a crap load of stuff last prep and we've learned a lot this prep as well so it's probably the one thing i've taken away most is that there's so many ways to accomplish something yeah like i'm going to from here i would rather give my clients an option and be like do you want to take a diet break if we're in a good enough position we can afford to take this week away and implement a week of maintenance Mm -hmm. but depending on the individual they might be like no i'd rather just get another week ahead or I'd rather put this diet break instead of my deload, I'd rather put it into my final week of training. And, or no, I don't want these high days. I'd rather just have more continuous dieting throughout the week without high days. Because we know that, to be honest, like one of these things isn't necessarily more effective than the other. Yeah. The only situation where it will be more effective is if it works better 
for for the individual and their lifestyle and then mm-hmm. their mentality. Yeah, I could not agree more. It's all about monitoring and really auto-regulating. Sure, you could have a plan from the get-go, like this is exactly what the next 25 weeks are gonna look like, but mm. hell man, plans change. Yeah. Plans sure do change. And I can't wait to do an episode on a wrap-up of what we learned this prep and yeah. things we would have changed because man, I would have changed so much. Mm. I can't wait to critique myself. Yeah, but again, it just, you keep learning, you keep becoming a better athlete, a better coach, and it sets you up for having better preps in the future. Certainly. Yeah, and I guess one real perk of this past week was definitely our sleep. I couldn't (laughs) believe it. Even, I was having a nap for an hour every single day, and I was still sleeping like a baby at Mm. night. Something, I- You touch wood, you gotta touch. Just knock the table, guys. But- I don't know what it was. I was probably sleeping in a total for a whole day, like nine hours every single night. Yeah, it's like a flick, uh, a switch just flicked. We were having probably one or two nights a week where we were waking up at 3 a.m. And now we're waking, we're getting eight hours sleep fairly straight. Yeah, like sometimes you wake up to go pee and you expect it to be 1 a.m. You're like, oh, it's 5 a.m. Like, Mm. Jack, it's actually time to get up. Like, slept through the whole night without peeing. This is a dream. There's an element of disbelief in our voices. Yeah, but I'll take it. Seriously, I will take it. I will take the extra sleep. Of course. Why Mm. wouldn't you? No, exactly. Why would (laughs) I? No more 3 a.m. wake-ups for me. No, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, so that's it from me. I will say the only thing, for those interested in the sleep, because there are a lot of competitors who listen to this, I did double my melatonin dose. So from three to six milligrams, kept my ashwagandha the same at night. Got both of those from iHerb. I, it could be a placebo. It could actually genuinely be working. The other thing I changed was I took the melatonin right before bed. Mm. And that potentially might've helped uh, keep me asleep for longer. Because before I would take take it about an hour before bed. So that those are the two changes I made. But then again, Tierra hasn't made any changes to her supplementation and she's been sleeping better, so. Yeah, interestingly, I take it 45 minutes before we are expected to fall asleep and I'm only just taking three milligrams. Yeah, so again, but then it, again, we're, we're different body weights. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I eat a lot more at dinner than and you. And we're completely different people. So yeah. it goes to show that you gotta experiment and find your groove. Mm. Yeah, but. It could even be, you know how like when someone else yawns, you yawn? Like maybe it's, I started sleeping better and then you caught on. I don't know. Maybe. That, that could be, that, that is interesting, but I, I don't think that's the case. I have no idea. But regardless, we're the leanest we've ever been. We're the hungriest we've ever been. We're tired, but we are sleeping through the night. So that's wonderful. Yeah, cool. Well, we'll finish off with something that we want to improve upon this week. Essentially, I just want to feel better. I just want to feel better in my own mind. I just want better mental health this next coming week. And I just don't want to experience anywhere near the same level of anxiety or sadness or just stressed. And yeah, I I want to feel much better this coming week during my training session so I can really maximize my performance and just enjoy my life. And the sun is supposed to come out in two days and that's supposed to be sunny from there on out. So God, give me back that sunshine. Literally feel vitamin D deficient over here. It's probably really playing in with it. But hopefully when we check in in a week from now, I'm back to feeling a little bit more like myself, but also a little bit leaner. <laughs> cool. Awesome. What do you want to improve? I just want to keep on the same track I've been on. I think everything has been really good and just approaching my sessions with the same attitude and getting them done 
and yeah, improving or taking a maintenance. Yeah. It's going to be solid. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. If you did enjoy it, please remember to take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram stories, tag Jack, tag myself, tag the bodybuilding dietitians, and we will catch you next week. See you guys.